Hello and welcome to week one, day three of the Death of a Thousand Cuts Couch to 80k writing programme. If you haven't listened to the introduction from the beginning of this season, I suggest you go back and check that out first, otherwise this won't make a whole lot of sense. If you've completed days one and two and you're still here, sitting down for day three, frigging well done. You're on the verge of chaining together three days of writing. Now, I'm not saying you'll have felt a tremendous difference yet. It takes a while for the subconscious to get worked on, for your brain to begin to remould itself under the stimulus of a new habit. But it's this sustained work, not big heroic binges at the 11th hour that is going to help to change you and grow you and help you become match fit for writing. So days one and two are asked you to write lists and that is no accident. Lists are the creative mind's best friend. They're an easy way to get your mind working in its creative, productive, fruitful mode. If you need a solution to a plot problem or a world-building problem or whatever, if there's something wrong, it's paradoxically easier to come up with 12 solutions than it is to come up with one because if you just try to think of one it feels like you're trying to land upon the idea you know the answer and that puts a huge psychological pressure on your mind and, and you start rejecting stuff you start getting into quality control you start getting into uh, looking out to see whether other people are going to see that you're, you can't do it you start to worry and it closes possibilities down instead you need to just turn the idea spigot on and fill a whole barrel with stuff. You can sift through later and see if there's anything there that's good. Plus, it's fun. You can piss about. You're free to come up with joke solutions, deliberately bad ones, because the future of your entire novel isn't riding on what you say. And jokey ideas and parody ideas and deliberately shit ideas are often the most creative, right? They're the ones that break a rule, that do something you wouldn't expect. Um, My uh, daughter, she's 13 now, uh, 13 months, <laughs> with 13 months, Suki, and um, I've was, I was been playing with her on a little, she's got like a little Playmobil farm. The other day we were like setting up the room uh, there's like a little bedroom and a little hayloft and all sorts of different things and animals and people and uh, chairs and a bed and uh, a little kitchen that you can stick down on the bricks and um, she put the bed down and then and then she put the she put the cow in the bed and and my first my first impulse was to go oh no we've got a field set up and we've we've set up some flowers and uh, some fences and the cow's supposed to go down there because that's not like real life. But then I realised, and of course you wouldn't be this stupid, but I was like, it's much more fun and interesting if the cow lives upstairs and goes in the bed. And Suki was just like chucking the people down downstairs on the ground. That's a much more interesting story, right? And that's creativity. Creativity is the willingness to put a cow in the farmer's bed and make the humans live outdoors right it is and, and and we think as we grow older we get really good at pattern recognition we get really good at understanding rules and how things work and this is the way it goes and that's why we all become you know really big fans of of of, of literary fiction and social realism that recreates human lives as closely and as factually accurately as possible and is very serious and and you know like there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that but it's not the only way to do things and i think certainly when you're coming up with ideas for a novel and certainly when you're trying to solve 
problems with a novel. Being prepared to shove a cow in the bed is is the way that you'll get through stuff. And it may be that the true idea is adjacent to that one. It might not be putting a cow in a bed, but being open to that and letting your mind, and then there'll be part of your brain that goes, oh God, you can't do that. That's too silly. That's too ridiculous. You're going to lose people. And that might be right. But if you let that editor, that policeman in your head have too much control early on, you just won't generate the ideas. See, like your creativity is a muscle. And, and I know that is the least original simile ever. So let me restate it. Your creativity is like a, a, a rescue puppy. It's this poor, lovely dog you've taken in and it's a bit timid because it's had some bad experiences and it can be trained. But part of the training is helping it to not be so fearful. And the way you're going to help it to get over its shyness is by being really, really kind and encouraging you're gonna set it tasks it can do and then you're gonna reward it and you're gonna go yeah well done well done and you're going to let it run free and slowly slowly this limping tousled old thing is going to transform into a joyous companion that will come bounding into your bedroom at 3am with gifts you never asked for and don't want so do you have your writing stuff ready because i've talked way too much and we need to get on with writing why don't we give that rescue puppy a little bit of a uh, run in the field and maybe it can um, it can smell some nice things and it can wee on some other nice things um so for today's task we're going to generate problems specifically problems a character in fiction not necessarily your fiction just any story might face um, ideally not the same character so you know it's going to suggest lots of different folk in lots of different worlds or situations so uh, one of the things in your list you might write locked in a burning room or can't sell their house or afraid of budgerigars or whatever um they can be big problems or small problems uh, funny light problems or deadly serious ones don't worry about uh, making every problem a masterpiece although specificity is your friend the, the, the more specific the problem uh, generally speaking the better you know wants something and can't get it is uh, is more a category than a specific problem needs five eggs but they're in the nest of a deadly eyeball-eating falcon is another one and i would say you know obviously that was just off the top of my head but uh don't filter yourself for quality that's not the point at the moment the point is to piss about okay so we're just going to generate as many as we can 10 minutes isn't very long so try and keep writing the whole time um okay so a list of problems 10 minutes have you got it ready Go.
And that's it. You've done another day. And you've hopefully got a list that looks very much like a cluster of story hooks. Some might be quite stupid or ridiculous and outrageous. Uh, uh, one or two might have surprised you. Um, probably there'll be stuff there that 10 minutes ago you had no idea was floating around your head. Um, so just hold on to all that and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.